0: welcome to the show i'm jack
1: i'm harry and we're two halves the soccer loving brothers from county wexford
0: we've been with you right throughout this european tournament here on RTE jr and we're not going anywhere
1: Coming up on the show, we preview the big one as England prepared to take on Italy in the final this Sunday.
0: Bumps in the road this week and a lot of controversy in the Denmark-England game.
1: We catch up with former Ireland international, Daryl Murphy, as he tells us his
0: memories of Euro 2016. Charlie, Aaron, Brendan and Katrina tell us who they think will be crowned champions.
1: And the Italian Bonferraros living in Wexford have started the celebrations for European glory already.
0: Let's kick off Two Halves.
1: Two Halves
0: And you're very welcome to this special Euro 2020 final preview show. We started off with 24 teams and I can't believe how fast time's gone. And now we're down to the final two, Harry.
1: Let's start by clearing the air on the England-Denmark game. England's penalty against Denmark on Wednesday night, should it have stood?
0: For me, it shouldn't have stood. I think Sterling was fishing around for contact in the box And when he did field a little bit, he went down quite easily for me. I'm not taken from him, though. I think he's had a wonderful tournament. For me, he's been England's best player so far. It's a shame to see Denmark go out like that.
1: There was a lot of controversy at that game, actually. An English fan shone a laser into Kasper Schmeichel's eyes so he wasn't able to see properly just before the penalty was taken. And this wouldn't make an impact on the match, but it was horrible and rude when the English fans were booing the Danish anthem not to mention that there was a second ball interfering with play just before the penalty was given.
0: VAR was brought into football to correct the mistakes that referees cannot see like Diego Maradona scoring the hand of God against England in 1986 or uh, Thierry Henry handballing it against Ireland to knock us out of the World Cup. Now another scandal has happened And VAR really need to look into it more, I feel. It was kind of just thrown away, to be honest. Basically, everyone who was watching the game thought it wasn't a penalty. Even some English fans are saying it shouldn't have been a penalty. How are VAR not seeing this? They're paid professionals sitting in a box watching the telly. Surely to God they can do their job for whatever, three times a game or something like that.
1: Is it time for a var-var?
0: Harry, that's a var too far.
1: Very good, Jack. You could be a vartender when you grow up.
0: (laughs) Before we move on, we can't forget the Italy-Spain game, the other semi-final. It was a very close game, which actually went to penalties in the end. Jorginho, Camley put away his one to send Italy through to the final. But Italy showed signs of fatigue and sloppiness, which we haven't seen throughout this tournament. I'm sure all the England fans will be licking their lips watching that, Harry.
1: Italy will be forgiven for looking tired on Sunday because they've had a very long tournament and a lot of long matches. In fairness to Southgate, he's managed the squad really well in that respect.
0: Yeah, he's been brilliant. Rotating the fullbacks is really clever. Conserving energy... He was able to turn to the likes of Jack Grealish to bring on the other day, albeit he took him off after a few minutes. He was able to rely on Jadon Sancho to come on in previous games, Phil Foden. And it's great to have those really world-class players to turn to when you need to change the game up. And I don't feel Italy have that amount of quality on the bench that they can turn to. In fairness, Chiesa has been outstanding coming off the bench. But he's been so good, they're actually starting to start him now.
1: Yeah, and when you look at the Italian bench, I just don't think Bellotti is up there with the likes of Marcus Rashford. That said, their backline with Collini and Benucci has just been amazing. They've got everything away and they're just two brilliant defenders.
0: I do think penalties are likely in this final. The Italians like to play defensive and we know from much in England how defensive they are. So it could be a low scoring draw to send it to penalties. Harry, if it does go to penalties, what goalkeeper would you have your money on to make a few saves?
1: I'd be Donnarumma all the way there. And the incredible thing is Pickford hadn't conceded until Damsgaard absolute rocket on Wednesday.
0: I know England haven't conceded a whole lot of goals, but to be fair, Donnarumma has looked like a giant in that goal. Pickford, on the other hand, looked shaky against Denmark the other night. He kept kicking loose balls out of play. Not to take from him not conceding any goals during the tournament, but I think a large part of that is that England have a great defence and play defensively. And Harry Maguire in particular has been a great leader at the back.
1: We're going to have to make our decision here. England or Italy? I think Italy will win 2-1 with Kane scoring the only goal for England and Chiesa and Immobile turning up for Italy.
0: Obviously, I'm going to go Italy as well. Uh, they've been really really good throughout this tournament I'd love to see them prove everyone that they're still a really big team and also I have massive respect for Roberto Mancini 33 games unbeaten for the Italy team it's an incredible achievement and surely to God they'll go 34 on Sunday
1: Nobody knows how to celebrate better than the Italians, and in an Italian restaurant in Enniscorthy, they've already begun the party. The Bon family live in Wexford, but Dad Angelo hasn't lost any of his passion and amore for his native Italy. Here's sons Aaron, Leon and Dad Angelo.
2: Azuri Azuri Azuri. We won guys! Yeah, couple of days we'll have the final hopefully defeat England. My name is Angelo and this guy's name is Leon. What's your name? Adam. Let's see, what's your favorite player?
0: My favorite player is Kiesa.
2: Kiesa, why? Because he is aggressive. Ah, wow, nice! What's your favorite player? Insegno! Insigne. <laughs>
0: Insigne. I still can't pronounce that
2: name! <laughs> Italiano vero! Eh? Why is Insigne? Um, because
1: he is very interesting how
2: he plays. Ah, he's got a nice touch, right? Yes! My favorite player is Chiellini. Ah, Chiellini holds up all the team! Ah, he's a great defender! Without him, we wouldn't be. As far as we are now, I think we're gonna cheat on Italy, obviously, to the final, and uh, we we'll look forward to it. Yeah! Bye, ciao, bella.
1: Mamma mia! Grazie, Bonferraros. Best of luck on Sunday.
0: I'm really excited about this week's special guest. He's a former Ireland international. He's played for clubs such as Celtic. Sunderland, Ipswich and Newcastle and the Waterford player represented Ireland at Euro 2016. Welcome to Two Halves, Daryl Murphy. Thank you very much.
1: Daryl, you've played at this international level in Euro 2016. What was it like?
2: Probably the best feeling ever and and as a player and wanting to play for your country, the highest honour you could have are obviously playing at the World Cup but thoroughly enjoyed it. didn't think I'd play as much as I did so that was a bonus and just memories. I'll always have the memories of, of, of playing and, and beating Italy and, and playing France and uh, honour to play for Ireland really.
0: And that very memorable game against Italy and Lille, wasn't Chiellini a sub that night?
2: I think the rest of them that night, They rest a few players because they were into the next stage of the competition. They still had some decent players that were playing. But he's, he's a quality player. I would like to play against him because I like testing myself against the best. We won that night anyway, so we'll take that. Oh, unbelievable, because I, um, I think Wes missed missed a good chance just before that. And you're thinking, was that our chance? Was that our chance to win it? And then Wes puts a ball on the play for Robbie Brady and he scores. And I can't even describe the feeling. The play's just erupted.
1: Wednesday night's game. What are your thoughts on Denmark-England?
2: I think a little bit of disappointment for Denmark, especially with the way England won it. I think we can all agree it wasn't a penalty. You look back at it and you see there's no contact. He's, he's planted his foot as if to lead and go past him because he knew if he touched him it was going to be a penalty. And they still gave it. But then you're thinking with VAR, that's why he came in for these instances. I was watching it in disbelief. I think everyone with me was watching it in disbelief. And I just felt bad on Denmark because they'd done so well to that stage. But... <laughs> It, it's all geared up for England, isn't it? I think the draw they had, all the home games they have, I think it's just actually trying to make them win the thing.
0: But England did dominate the second half.
2: Yeah, I agree with you there. Definitely dominated near the end. You could see Denmark were turning a lot. I think they got so much joy then with Sterling getting in behind and causing all sorts of problems. But I, I was I was hoping for penalties. I so, hope oh, just to see what would have happened in penalties because I, I would have fancied Denmark.
0: As a striker, Darrell, Immobile or Kane, who would you fancy in your team?
2: I'd have to go with Kane. I just think he's, I've always liked him and I just think he's an all-around striker. He has everything, absolutely everything and his goals speak for himself. I think a few people were questioning Harry Kane and should he start and should he play. I mean, he was always going to score. It was just when and I think he picked the perfect time because now he can't stop scoring.
1: Who's been your player at the tournament so far?
2: If I'm being honest, I'd probably say Sterling. I just think he's had the most influence on England winning games. Um, He's direct, he causes people problems, he wins free kicks, wins penalties as you've seen, Um, and he's after scoring a few goals as well. So
0: obviously the England team are feeling a lot of pressure right now. What will Gareth Southgate do to help calm his players down and relax them so they're not worried going into Sunday's
2: game? I think every player is different, everyone has their own way of getting ready before games and stuff. I'm sure they'll be doing a lot of chilling today and recovering from the game and watching a lot of videos on Italy and probably just relaxing as much as they can really and and not getting too caught up in in the hype over it because as you know yourself, I'd say in England now, the places they've already won it as far as they're concerned. That's all you listen to. So um, we'll wait to see.
1: So call it first then, Daryl.
2: I'm going to go with, I think England will score. i go 2-1 Italy.
0: Daryl Murphy, it's been an honour having you on the show. Know about it. You've been giving us your predictions here at RT Junior by using the hashtag 2 halves for weeks now. But with only days to go, we want to know who will be crowned European champions. Let's find out what Charlie, Aaron, Brendan and Katrina think.
1: Hi, my name's Aaron. I'm nearly 11, and I play for the Moyne Rangers. I think England will win it. They have really good players like Kane, Mount, Sterling, and Grealish. I think they're really going to meet their match with Italy. Yeah, I think it'll go to penalties. I think Harry Kane will score the winning penalty for England. Hi, my name is Charlie, and I'm 12 years old. I was sporting Denmark, except, of course, they got knocked out on Wednesday. And on Sunday, I'll be sporting... Italy when they play England. My favourite player so far was either Dahlberg or Damsgaard. Either the two of them who both played for Denmark.
0: I'm the power, I'm 13 and I play for Shamrocks in Enniscori. In Phil Foden and Raheem Sterling have been really good. They have really good players but sometimes they don't play as a team. They have a lot of individuals. But they're not a great team, like, overall. I don't think they have a chance.
1: Hi, my name's Katrina. I'm nine years old. I'm really enjoying the Euros. I'm very happy Italy's in the finals. Come on, Italy! England will not break them down. They have great players like Immobile, Collini, Chiesa. Dan Roma is amazing in goals. Even if it goes to penalties, he'll probably save a good few. Italy just have to win. Forza Italia!
0: Thanks guys, this is really gearing up to be an exciting final.
1: So this is it, just days to go. What are you going to be doing between now and Sunday night at 8 o'clock? Well, here's a little did you know fact to keep you going. This is a funny one. When Donnarumma was a child, his mum always needed to bring his proof of age with her to show other mums that he was the right age to be playing with their children. He was so tall for his age. And another one is that Jordan Pickford's surname should actually be Pigford. That's P-I-G. Because his dad, his surname was originally Pigford, but children in school were very mean to him by calling him Piggy. So he changed it to Pickford. And that's how we have Jordan Pickford today.
0: By the way, we have one last show next week when we catch up with the man, the myth, the legend, Mr John Giles to give you a full two half style post-match analysis of one of the biggest games in football. See you next week. Enjoy the football. Forza Forza Italia!